Hello, and welcome to this episode of the podcast. I'm your host, Dave. I'm here with Emily, and we officially have a guest who is back for the second time, the first time in the history of the show. Adelie Smithell is here, and she was episode three of AWS Amplify. Oh, wait, I have to look this up now and see when it was originally. It was definitely over a year ago. Uh, I felt like you did a really good overview for folks who haven't listened to episode three and are like, hey, I don't know what AWS Amplify is, but it sounds pretty cool. Go check that one out and you'll get kind of everything that it does and how integrated her team is with the community. Um, I mean, you're a great example of leading developer advocacy at Amazon and everything your team does. When we chatted and you were like, hey, Dave, it's now GA, it's out there, we've got some new cool stuff. And I was like, come back and talk about it. I was so grateful that uh, you decided to come on. So welcome. Well, thank you so much for that introduction. And I'm so excited to be back. This is fun how it comes for full circle. And I'm excited to chat about a product that I'm, I'm really excited about and have got to work on since it was first an idea in a PM's head <laughs> and we were just brainstorming it and now it exists and is in GA and is really fun to work with. Oh, like I didn't know that background. I don't think we talked about that in the last episode. So you were there from the beginning, the, the idea of what this could actually be and how it could help developers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So almost take us on a journey back two to years ago now or like a year and a half or so one of our pms had this idea of how do we bring visual development or user interface design into what at the time was amplify admin ui and right so we just had these brainstorming meetings. It was like me, him, and an uh, engineer. And <laughs> we were just like, what can we build? What are the what is the way that we can make this the best for customers? And I actually with that engineer built the initial prototype for what studio was going to be. That's amazing. Nothing, nothing at all like it ended up being. But yeah. last year at reInvent, I got to go on the stage during Werner's keynote and talk about this uh, product that we'd been working on. And it was a really, really exciting time. So Amplify Studio, and I'm sure you've had other episodes on this as well, but just as a refresher. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Because people will like, jump in and out of episodes. We've had a little bit of hosting, your overview, a little bit. It was early studio days, more about the idea. Uh, so I think refresher is great. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so there is this design tool called Figma, and it's very popular when I was a software engineer at startups. It was what we used and our designers used to create designs, and oftentimes at startups, I was my own designer, so I got to, <laughs> to build the designs out myself. Got to love those startups where you wear all the hats. And you can make a design in this tool called Figma, and we have a starter file for you with a bunch of UI components pre-built in there. And then you can load it into Amplify Studio and actually hook it up to your app backend through a visual environment. So you can build out a GraphQL API, you can build out an authentication flow, and then just say, hey, this UI component that's a card, I want it to show this type of image and I want it to show this data as the name field and then you clone it down and it becomes React components within your own 
code. And all that React is human readable. It looks like what a developer would write themselves and all of it is overridable and customizable. I've heard people say that this is like low code, no code, but if it is, it's built for developers. So it's really a developer productivity tool, not something for somebody who has never written code before or anything like that. We really wanted to build a tool to make developers' lives easier and also designers' lives easier too. Usually when you're a developer working with a designer, the designer gets super annoyed because the developer cannot get the design pixel perfect. And it becomes this really annoying handoff. It's really hard for the developer to get exactly what the designer wants. And nobody's happy at the end of the process. And so this tool aims to solve that developer-designer handoff and also speed up the developer the development process because I used to be a senior software engineer and at some point it becomes really repetitive, right? I've built so many forms and sign-in systems that yes. I'm, I'm good on doing that for the rest of my life. Thank you very much. And so the idea of Amplify and Amplify Studio specifically is to make it so that a lot of those tasks that you're doing over and over again can be written by the computer and you can fit focus on the hard stuff, the business logic that makes your product unique. Can you talk about that, the Figma and the flow a little bit? Are designers loading this up in the tool or this, like they, they have that in Figma from like, is the output that pure? Are there, te- is there like examples and there's teams that are doing that flow? For sure. For sure. So Figma is a tool for designers. So similar to something like you know, Adobe XD or Sketch or any of those types of design tools. It's actually what we use at AWS for a lot of our designs internally. I've actually been working on a production application with Amplify Studio. I've been pretending to be a PM on a project, which I'm not at all. But anyways, (laughs) with that, we had our designer build out this design in Figma and they can build out different user interface components. They can build out the full UI within there. You can even do like interactions and things. I'm so not a designer, so I'm not that great with it. But uh, a lot of the designers really, really are like the ones on our team are so, so, so skilled with it. And then what normally you would do is just have the designer write the code from scratch to match the design that the designer built in Figma. So they would write the HTML and CSS and all that from scratch. And right now, a lot of them would use React components and they would write those React components from scratch themselves to match up with the UI components that the designer built. But Amplify Studio allows you to go directly from that design to code without needing to have the developer handwrite all of that. Because again, that hand off tends to be pretty clunky and both the designer and developer get disappointed. That being said, there are also a lot of solo developer teams or solo builder teams where they don't have a designer yet. And that's been me at a lot of startups. And so we have a Figma file pre-built with a bunch of UI components that you can use yourself and you can tweak them in the way that you need to. There's also a plugin for Figma that we built out too. And you can choose different color themes and all of that directly within the plugin. So you don't need to write the code for that or be an expert in Figma either. You can just kind of click, hey, I want everything to be red now instead of blue. (laughs) Is Figma the most popular tool for this? Like what happened to... I thought there was Envision and there's other there's other tools that do this. Do, Do any of our customers utilize those and integrate with those or no? 
great question. I'm a little bit less on top of the design world than I am the developer world. It is the one that I have used professionally in the last couple startups that I've worked at. So I know it is pretty pervasive. And right now we are focusing on Figma, but in the future, we would like to try other ones and even make it so that you could be totally separate from any design software and just build a lot within studio itself. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I like that it, it kind of takes this overhead of very repetitive processes, like coding a form. We've all done that a thousand times. Um, and it's just to be able to go from, I see the thing and now it exists is magic. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I think we talked about this actually in our last episode. You can go back to that. But I remember the Ruby on Rails era of development. Yeah. And in that, there was a lot of code generation, right? So you could do like Rails generate blank and you'd get a base form and a base view and a model for your backend. And that was awesome. And then in this more modern time of development, you have to build a lot from scratch again. So in React, there's not necessarily a generator that you have a model and then you can like generate all your forms and views based off of that. And so it makes it so that there's a lot of repetitive code writing. And so one of our goals with Amplify is to kind of go back to that code generation era, make it so that developers can be more productive and can focus on, again, those tough business problems that make them unique and that are actually fun for developers to solve rather than reinventing the wheel over and over and over again. Yeah. I think when people talk about abstractions or even things like low code, I don't really believe in no code, but we'll put this in that category. Uh, They they over-index on thinking it's maybe it's um, a dilution of their core competencies. But for me, it's eliminating that toil, the really annoying work. So like, as you said, they can focus on the things that add business value to their users that make them completely unique as a developer in their company. Totally, totally. And I think that's like kind of the mindset of software engineers a lot of the time too, is Mm -hmm. like that we don't want to work on the boring stuff. We want to always be learning and building the cool stuff that's different. And I think that's one of the reasons, honestly, that I'm not a professional software engineer anymore. Like I kind of have built enough crud apps in my life. (laughs) (laughs) So now I like to talk about code. Uh, I do still write a ton of code as a DA, but, or developer app. But that's fair. Yeah. And just for people who are new, CRUD, create, read, update, delete, right? Yes, exactly. You nailed it. You nailed it. Woohoo! I got it right. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you describe, there's Amplify and then there's Amplify Studio. Can you just help us understand at a high level why you would use either and, and how they sort of work together? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I would say Amplify Studio is a subset of Amplify. So it's definitely part of Amplify, just one of the categories within it or one of the developer tools within it. We also have Amplify Hosting, which you all have a full episode on as well. And that is for hosting your application front end. So once you have a React app or a Vue app or even a Next.js SSR app or server-side rendered app, you can deploy that with Amplify Hosting. We also have a command line interface and you can generate a lot of the same backend resources that you can with Amplify Studio just using a CLI instead. Both of them are 
forwards and backwards compatible. So if you're using the CLI, you can use Studio as well. And if you're using Studio, you can also use the CLI. We also have JavaScript libraries uh, and different libraries for different platforms. I talk a lot about JavaScript specifically because that's uh, the kind of developer that I am, but we also support mobile, iOS, Android, Flutter, all of those things as well. And so those allow you to connect to your backend from your front end without having to do a lot of that code yourself. So consumer GraphQL API, have a sign in sign up system. The Amplify libraries will help with that. And we also have user interface components and that those allow you to build both like primitive user interfaces. So that means build a, have a header on your website or have a nav bar, things like that. And some of those are also cloud connected. So you can build a full authentication sign in sign up system with one line of code, which is really cool. You can use the with authenticator higher order react component, just wrap it around whatever component you want to require sign in sign up for. And then you have your whole flow, which is pretty, pretty wild to me. And all of your li- like Amplify JS, right? That's an open source library. Like everything yes. that your team is doing, it's available for people to check out on Git. And I'll okay, great. And I'll I'll add that to the show notes. Like I'm curious about the feedback that you got from developers during all this. And I I think your team's really good with roadmaps. Like I saw something the other day on Amplify Flutter in developer preview, uh, helping with authentication and really listening to that feedback. Can you speak to how the community kind of helped shape this product along the way? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So Amplify is mostly open source. So all the libraries and UI components are open source. So you can go on GitHub, you can contribute, you can put an issue on there for a feature that you'd like or a bug that you found. We also have a community Discord. And in there, you can ask all sorts of questions. You can also ask questions about contributing to open source as well, if that's something that you're interested in. And we, I think like most of EWS, try to really work backwards from customers and look at, hey, what is the industry looking for? What are the holes that are existing within the the developer process right now? What are the things that are annoying developers and try to solve for that? So lots of interviews with customers and also trying to solve problems before customers even realize that they're problems too. So yeah, I, I think the um, response to Amplify Studio has been probably like the most positive of any product that I've worked on. It's a pretty cool product in my experience. It's pretty fun to work with and really does speed up the process. It's fun to, to work with for sure. Do you see the community, like these controls that you've all created, the image that you put in in my head was, uh, you know, I'm creating, I'm the single dev, I have no UX background, I go in, the whole Figma stuff is set up for me. Will there ever be the ability for the community to create their own kind of extensible controls that they can just be able to import in there and kind of share? Oh, interesting. So if they are able to create like their own component library or... Uh, yes. Yeah, so right now what we enable is that you can totally customize the Figma file that uh, Amplify Studio created. So there are a bunch of primitive components in there and also combined components that would be something like a card or a nav bar that is a bunch of 
subcomponents within a component, I guess. And right now you can customize the look and feel of that exactly how you want it. And we're definitely always exploring what the community wants and is asking for. And so if anybody listening has that request or has a use case, I would love to see a GitHub issue about that. Our engineers are always responding to those and our PMs are looking at them as well. So yes, would love to hear about all of those all of those use cases that people want enabled. I'm curious to hear a little bit more about just shipping a product of this scale. I know you were around for probably the entire life cycle of delivering this to GA. And I'm just curious, like, I think especially in my work, I talk about things at high level with DevOps and it sounds so easy from stage. And then when you're actually involved in building and delivering a service, it's those last few months, it's the weird dependencies you didn't happen to think of or things that came up late or whatever it is, it ends up being so messy and complicated at the end. I'm just curious about your experience and if you learn anything from that. I'd love to hear. Oh, totally. Along the whole process. I mean, I have never worked at a company before at EWS where I had PMs, never at a company that was big enough to be at that level. And now I work on a product team. And so I feel like I learn every single day from them of the whole working backwards process and how they think about all these different ideas and talk to customers and uh, write their their early documents about things and then it ends up being pretty different once the thing is actually released but my job as a developer advocate is trying to be the first customer of things and uh, getting to sit in these meetings and be like, hey, if I was a customer, this is what I would want. And this is what I would do if I were a developer. And so that's a really cool, cool part of the job for sure. And so again, I talked about like pair programming with one of the lead engineers on it from the very beginning. And we like literally sat on a chime call, which is our kind of internal version of Zoom or video call platform and just pair programming this whole <laughs> this whole prototype of what this maybe could look like sometime. It's actually an Instagram clone and we still use Instagram clones a lot when we're demoing studio for that for that reason. Which is kind of That's funny. amazing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so that was like the very early part of the process. And I try to be part of the very beginning and the very end of our products before they're launched uh, and then after they're launched, of course, as well. And so the couple months before something launches is a ton of me trying to build apps with it and try to break it in as many ways as possible so that customers don't break it in the same way. Of course, the engineers do a lot of QA too, but I see my job as a developer advocate is really looking at the product end to end and making sure that, hey, Amplify Studio works really well with all the JavaScript libraries that we have built and that the it works with the CLI and that we can host something via Amplify Hosting once we build it with Studio, making sure that all of those gaps are covered. Mm-hmm. And so I get to do that for the first couple of months and test the product when there's a lot more holes in it than there would be at launch. <laughs> of course, yes. I do an awesome job creating it, but two months before something launches, it looks very, very different than it does on that day that it goes live. And then the launch process, we came up with 
a list of like, you know, 50 activities that we wanted to do for the launch and, you know, maybe 25 of them end up happening, but yes, (laughs) creative brainstorm and all that. And then, you know, it launched during the reInvent keynotes, then coordinating all of that, like backstage, Hey, like we're about to actually go live with this thing and all that. So it's a, it's a rush, the whole process. But then after that, like, I, I know that a lot of our PMs love the month of December after reInvent because they get a little bit more of a, a, a slowdown before planning for the next year. But for DAs, it's almost like the busiest month of the year of now catching up with all of these things that we launched and make sure that there is a constant stream of education coming out about yes. those things. And so for the couple months after that, we got to build out a lot of that education all content that you see out there and then did the same thing when it went GA and we're still in that process now as well. We have a hackathon coming up in September or I guess when this is released that it will be September. (laughs) This month. (laughs) Well, I'll make sure it releases right with the hackathon. So tell us, tell us more. Is there swag and prizes? Yeah, there are definitely swag and prizes. So we are platforms we are partnering with this developer platform called Hashnode, and we are going to be doing a hackathon with them. What you do is you build something with Amplify Studio, and then you write a blog post about it. And once you do that, on this platform Hashnode, you're entered into this hackathon, and there will be prizes for sure. I don't know them off the top of my head, but I believe cash, credits, swag, everything is on the table. (laughs) But it'll be a really, really fun uh, activity to be part of the community. You can definitely join the Discord. We'll be doing streams as developer advocates to answer your questions and show you what you can build with Amplify Studio. And it's, it's a lot of stuff. So... That is, is going to be big for One of the questions I immediately get yeah. when I tweet stuff like this is, is it open to international? Yes, definitely. definitely. Uh, okay, good job. That, the <laughs> it's not a US only. based in India. So, okay, uh, so it's available. Anywhere for- in the world, yes. Great. Yeah, devs will be super excited about that then. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for having me.